bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Was more than enough. More. 
saved. I wish I could get some saved folk to praise him like you know you're redeemed. You've been bought back. The hold that the devil had on you, he does not have anymore. Hallelujah. the Lord God Almighty. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. He inhabits the praises of his people. Holy Spirit, we welcome you to come and hover in this atmosphere today. We ask you to come and blow in this room. I ask you to invade. I ask you to interrupt. I welcome you to interrupt. Hallelujah. I welcome you to erupt like a volcano with fiery lava. We welcome you to come in and erupt in this place. Interrupt us. Invade the timeline of our lives, Lord God. Holy, Holy Spirit, I ask you to come in here. We've been praying for fire. We've been praying for fire. We've been praying for fresh fire from heaven. We've been praying for fresh oil from heaven. We've been praying for fresh oil, for new wine from heaven. Holy Spirit, we welcome you to come in here and flood this place. For those that are watching online, I pray right now where you are, Holy Spirit, in your omnipresence that you would flood the atmosphere of homes, of hospital rooms, of vacation locations. I pray you to come in. I pray nothing more, nothing less than what you did in Acts chapter two. I pray you to come in here, blow in like a rushing mighty wind and let fire, let fire, let fire be kindled upon every one of us. Not a fire of this earth, but a fire from heaven, a glowing tongues like as a fire. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. 
reading the scripture. Hallelujah. Shout for the joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful song. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who has made us. And we are his. We are his people. The sheep of his pasture. <laughs>
so long. We believe that time is here. The answers to those prayers have been made manifest. Let's continue to prophesy this. Let's continue to pray this. Oh, hallelujah. God, we cry out. Open up.
365 his eyes are running to and fro throughout the earth looking for somebody in whose behalf he can show himself strong I was just reading this morning John chapter 1 talking about in the beginning was the word the word was with God and the word was God then it says later on it says his own did not even receive him but to those who did receive him to those who believed on him he gave the power he gave the right to become the children of God. I wonder who many, how many and who in here today would say to me, Pastor Tim, I believe and I receive Jesus Christ today. I am a child of God. I am reborn by the Spirit of God. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. You know what the psalmist said? We just sang the song, Shout to the Lord. The psalmist said in Psalm 47, 1, he says, Oh, clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. So would you do that? Would you put your hands together? And would you give God a shout of praise right now? Come on, like you had 
God spoke to us about 2023 is that we would be breaking the average barrier. Breaking the average barrier. I wanted to say blowing up the average barrier, but I knew Facebook would get mad and say that didn't fit their community standards. So uh, we are breaking by the Spirit of God. We are breaking by the anointing of God. We are breaking the average barrier. Child of God, if you're born again, your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I want you to wave your hand at me just a minute. Would you do that? All right, well, let me tell you something. Some of you might have been, you might have been born when you came out of your mother's womb. You might have been born into a family with a silver spoon in your mouth. Some of you were born on the other side of the spectrum, dirt poor, wrong side of the track. Some of you were born middle class, whatever. But I want to tell you, it doesn't matter where you were born in the natural. When you became born again, you were born again by your Father in heaven. Listen, listen, listen. You were not born with a silver spoon in your mouth. You were born with a golden spoon in your mouth. If you read the book of Ephesians, just read chapter 1, chapter 2, and chapter 3 over and over and over. You'll read about the riches of God, the riches of his grace, the riches of this, the riches of that. Listen, when you become born again, Miss Jeannie, God never intended for you to be average from that point on. He's got plans for your life, and that is to be above average. And if average has a wall in front of you, God's going to break you out of that. And he's going to propel you beyond that. Somebody shout with me, we are breaking the average barrier. Let me, let me put you a cherry on top of that. Today's a good day for some things to break. Somebody tell me what today's date is. 
What's the date? March 5th. What number month is March? January, February, March. If you write it out, it's 3523. Three stands for Trinity. Five is the number for grace. It's also the number of favor, Psalms 5 and 12. For you, O Lord, bless the righteous. You surround them with favor as with a shield. See, God's shield doesn't just keep stuff from you. Sometimes it charges ahead of you like a big old offensive lineman and makes a hole for you to run through. 3523. 23 to me makes me think of the shepherd of Psalms 23. 3, the 20, the, the Trinity. 5, grace and favor. 23, the shepherd. The God of the Trinity is releasing grace and favor on you, and the shepherd is going to see to it that it comes to pass. Somebody get that in your spirit today and break the average barrier. God's called you to excel. He will do great and mighty things through you. Great of somebody shout, he's going to do great mighty things in me and great and mighty things through me. Now I'm going to talk to somebody. I don't want to make anybody mad. I don't care if your grandma, your grandpa, or your daddy, or your mama was a good for nothing. That does not mean you got to be a good for nothing. Break out of that generational curse. If alcoholism ran in your family, if a choice to be ignorant ran in your family, I know I'm messing with somebody now. If poverty has plagued your family, break out in the name of Jesus Christ. Break out. Break out. Rise above it. Break the average barrier. Somebody lift their hands to heaven and say, God, break that average barrier in my life. In any place, whether it be financially, whether it be my job, my career, break out, break it out, God. Break through in me and propel me beyond average. I want to be above average. I want to bring glory to your name. I want you to do things in me, God, that are so great. When somebody asks me, how did you do that? All I'm going to say is look what the Lord has done. Somebody give him a praise in here today. I know somebody's thinking, where in the world did that crazy man get that from the date? Well, my brain works weird. Just stay with me, all right? It's a good weird though, right, Danny? Most of the time. All right, hug your neighbor or high five them. Tell them you're glad to be this close to somebody that's above average today. By the grace of God, you can be seated. Happy birthday, Danny Holland. Happy birthday. Y'all give Danny some love today, y'all. It's his birthday. He finally made it to 21. Are we ready for children's church to be dismissed? Yes? All right, children's church, right through those double doors right there. You can make your way over there. They will be waiting for you back in the children's church room.
give the Lord thanks for his word today. He is coming. Get ready. Be ready. Be holy. He is the Lord God Almighty. And how many of y'all understand he is coming soon? He's coming to take the church out of the earth, y'all, in the twinkling of an eye. It's been, it's been talked about for 2,000 years, and a lot of people discredit it because it hasn't happened yet. But I'm telling you what, it's coming, and it's coming very soon. All around the earth right now, folks, there is a global, a global revival, a global renewal where God is causing people to be drawn by his spirit to him. And I'm telling you folks, I've been saying this for years, that when Jesus comes back, he's coming back after a glorious church. Because Ephesians chapter five tells us we, that we husbands are to love our wives as Christ loves the church. And that Christ prepares the church that it would be a bride full of glory. And God's getting his church ready for wedding day. And he's going to take us out and he's going to take us home. It's going to happen. Be ready. Heed the word of the Lord. Folks, if there's anything or things plural in your life, that's, that's hindering your walk with God. Ask God to remove those passions, thoughts, desires, attitudes, or whatever, and set your focus on the Lord like you have never before. Amen? Amen. Has God been good to anybody in here besides me? If you are a first time attender today, on the back page of your bulletin, there is a little form you can fill out and it's perforated. Trust me, because when they first told me it was perforated, I didn't believe them. I went to my office with one and started tearing it to see if it was, and sure enough, it was. It's perforated, so it'll tear off real easy. And what we would love for you to do is when you leave at the end of the service, out in the foyer to my right of the area there, there's a pretty counter. There will be some nice folks out there. They would love to get that form from you, and they will give you a gift bag. That's got some cool trinkets from us here at Northview, and it also has some very pertinent information about what Northview is all about. We would love to get that in your hands, but we would also love to have a record of you being here. Now, I promise you that nobody's going to show up at your doorstep. Now, if you give me your cell number, you may get a text from me. Ain't that right? Some of y'all know what I'm talking about, right? And we, we'll start a text thread all week long. All right? So that may or may not happen. But nobody's going to harass you, I promise. So we would love to get that from you. Fill it out. If you are here today and you've never filled out one and you're like, well, I've been coming so long, uh, it doesn't matter. Please fill out the form, we would love to have that so we can get you uh, in, our, uh, in our system, okay? <clears throat> Who's gonna do that today? Anybody, anybody? If you sit close to somebody that's the first time here, say, I'll go with you. You, know, you might get a gift bag too. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. Tonight, now y'all know usually my wife is up here and I know she's a lot prettier and sweeter than I am, but she's actually in the mountains with
way too many amens happening with that right there, okay? All right. She is prettier and sweeter than I am. All right. They will be, he, she and her sister and her mom and dad are at the mountains. They'll be back tomorrow. I went with them and uh, helped to get them up there, and I came back Tuesday morning and uh, participated. Jerry, it's good to see you back there, buddy, and his mom, Miss Dodd Anders, who was a previous member of Northview before she started attending Woodville with her husband years ago. But Miss Dot is with Jesus now. Jerry, been praying for you and your family this week, buddy. We love you. Y'all show Jerry some love today. Would you do that? Tonight, six o'clock. Look at your neighbor, say six o'clock. Now, some of us, and we would like to invite you, are gathering on Sunday nights, six o'clock, in this sanctuary for a time of worship. We play two or three songs. You can walk around, you can get on your face, you can sit, you can come to the altar. It's whatever you want to do and uh, just worship God. And then we have about 45 minutes of prayer. And whatever the Lord lays on your heart, and folks, listen, prayer is the birthing position of miracles. All right, Jesus said men ought always to pray. He also busted in the temple one time and said, my father's house is supposed to be a house of prayer. So that's our intention is to come together to pray. I would like to invite you to come, even if you only come out for 10 minutes, at least just come and sit in the presence of your heavenly father and talk to him for a little bit. All right, so that's tonight, six o'clock. Women, how many of y'all are ready for this women's conference y'all got coming up? This coming Friday and Saturday, Beth Stevens Johnson. How many of y'all ever heard Beth Stevens Johnson before? Lord, how mercy that woman can bring a word from heaven. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. Now, I've already determined I'm gonna work security those days so I can be in the service, all right? So I'm gonna be packing and I'll be around, so don't you be fooling around out in the parking lot, all right? You better come on up in here. I'm where you at, Alan, wherever he's at. I'm joining uh, uh, Gary. I'm joining the security team this weekend. All right, so uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be in here Friday night, Saturday morning, ladies. It's gonna be awesome. And men, we could use your help in the parking lot. I think Merch 2040 has already put a, a, a plea out there. We want to have some folks welcoming people and helping folks. So uh, don't miss that this Friday night, Saturday morning. And then men, I got two men in this house right now. I said men. That's what I'm talking about. In fact, my Wednesday night class, repeat after me and all you men join in with them. We are sword drunk, word ready, purpose filled. We will not be denied. So, 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 yeah, go ahead. We're raising up some real men back there on Wednesday night in the cave, a.k.a. the castle room. I call it the cave. We cave men. So, a while back, some of us guys were having some discussion, and we were like, why do ladies always have the cool stuff? Why do they, got, why do they, why do they get to have conferences? Why do they get to do this? Why do they get to do that? And we said, well, we're going to show them we're going to have a conference. So men, oh, yeah. 
I need about 250 cups of coffee for every man in this room. All right, men. Friday night, Saturday morning, April 28th and 29th, we're hosting a men's conference in here, and it is gonna be awesome. So go ahead and mark it on your calendars. We're gonna get you some more pertinent information about that in the very near future. Our ushers are gonna come up to the front of the room at this time. If you need a tithing and offering envelope, an envelope, if you would please raise your hand, they will be glad to get that to you. I was reading through the word the other day and I ran across some words in red. What does that mean? Jesus. If it's written in red, who said it? Jesus. And here's what it said. Give. Now we can stop right there. He wasn't saying if you feel like it. He wasn't saying if you could afford it. He said give. But he didn't stop right there, y'all. He said give and it shall be given unto you. Now if it stopped right there, that would be good. But Danny Holland, the birthday boy, it didn't stop there, brother. He said, give, and it shall be given unto you. Press down, shaken together, and running over. Kind of like guys, like some of your trash cans that your wife been telling you to take out. Can I talk to that for a minute? Come on, guys. How many times your wife ever say, honey, the trash needs to go out, and you walk by and you look in there, and you're like, oh, there's more room, and you take your hand because there's a pizza box or something on top. You push it down. You're making room for more. I ain't getting no help up in here. Y'all know I'm telling y'all the truth. Am I, am I lying, ladies? I did that the other day. I was walking, I, our little trash can is right beside the kitchen going through our little back room, laundry room, and I walked by and I looked at it, I was like, man, that thing's to the top, there was a pizza box on top. Because I ain't putting my hat, now look, I'll gut a deer, I'll clean squirrels, I'll pull guts out of a rabbit, I'll jump on your greasy car engine, but I ain't putting my hand in food stuff, that just don't work, all right? But there was a pizza box on top, so I leaned over and I pushed it down, I was like, man, I got about four or five more inches in there now, I can work this thing for another day or so. Because I'm home by myself. All by myself. Anyway. Press down. I can add some more on to it. I'll keep pressing it. But I'm not going to let the trash can run over. But I need you to get that mental picture when Jesus said give and it shall be given unto you. So whatever measure that you give out of they're going to, Jesus, God by his Holy Spirit is going to return that to you but he's not just going to fill it up he's going to fill it up and then he's going to press it down so he can get more into it I'm just telling you what the Bible says y'all press down now you don't want the trash can running over but I'm going to tell you what you don't mind blessings over running in fact I'm going to go ahead and tell you this right now God's nature is not to help you get by. It's not to give you just enough. I am a grandpa, and right now, Sailor Elizabeth Hodge and Zachary Blease Hodge, my two oldest grandkids, have got pink eye. 
If they called me today and said, Papa, we want, and they told me what they wanted, if it's within reason, I will either call Miss Kim, tell her to get on her Amazon little app thing, get it in the mail, or if it's something they needed or wanted really, really extremely bad, I would get in that Honda Accord and drive to Columbia, South Carolina, and I would have taken to them this by this evening what they wanted or needed. You know why? Because I'm a papa, and that's what papas do. Can I get a witness from papas in the house? And and grandmas, mimis, gmas, whatever. But I'm gonna tell you what, folks, you've got a perfect father in heaven. In fact, the Bible says about him, it says that every good and every perfect gift comes down from him who is the father of lights. In him there is no variableness nor shadow of turning. I'm telling you right now, you give it, he is a God of overflow. The psalmist said, you anoint my head with oil and halfway fill my cup back up. He didn't say you anoint my head with oil and fill it to the brim. He said, you anoint my head with oil and my cup runs over. Look at somebody say, God's an overflow God. We got to get that broke, poor, disgusted mentality out of our mind. God is not wanting to get you by. He's wanting to break you through. He's wanting to propel you. Amen. So we're going to let you come and present whatever you're going to present to the Lord today. And we're going to pray over it. Very quickly after we're finished and we're just going to pray God to press it down, shake it together, shake it together and let it run over back to your house, back to your home, back to your family. All right. So if you will come and bring your gifts to the Lord.
Ready? God, don't do anything more or anything less than what you said. That's all we ask for. Just do what you said. How's that? Just do what you said. You said if we give, you'll cause it to come back. Press down, shaking together, and running over. So God, I pray over every individual. I pray over every home. I pray over every family unit. And God, I pray by the power and the authority of the word of God that you would return this in abundance to everyone. Because there is abundance in this house. There is abundance in this house. There is abundance in this house. In the name of Jesus and according to God's holy word. Everybody shouted, amen. You can be seated. And I don't know about anybody else. I'm glad the Lord's my provider. I was checking news headlines and they said, you know, like Buffett and all these top financial minds keep telling us the signs of recession. Well, they can have a recession if they want to. I choose not to participate because Wall Street don't declare what I'm going to do. Heaven declares what I'm going to do. Can I get a witness today? How many of y'all been blessed by the Lord so far? Well, he's not done yet. Today, bringing the word of the Lord to us is our very own Pastor Michael Hunt. Y'all show him some love while he's coming up. Come on, get on your feet. Thank the Lord God for a young man that he's blessed us with. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Now, can we give the Lord one more hand clap of praise? Amen, amen. Surely we have been in the presence of the Lord, but like Pastor Tim said, he is not done yet. Oh, that was about five or six people. He's not done yet, guys. Guys, I had this message planned out. I texted Pastor Tim about a month ago, so I was on the way to Lumberton. I said, Pastor, I got my whole message planned out. We're ready to go. We're ready to go. We're going to get the word of the Lord. And come Monday, I felt a heaviness on my heart. I said, Lord, is it me? What's going on? He says, I've got something fresh for my people today. You use that word sometime else. He said, but I've got something fresh for my people today. Guys, every person that's sitting under the sound of my voice, look to your neighbor and say, new wine is coming to your house. New wine is coming to your house. <laughs> Tired of the same old, same old. Tired of the worn out Christianity that we have been portraying. Tired of this same old, same old coming in, doing the same thing over and over again, going through the motions, going through what we have been taught over the years, sick and tired of being sick and tired. But Holy Spirit says to you today, new wine is coming forth. 
New wine is breaking through the seams. New wine is breaking the barriers. New wine is bringing forth with God's spirit in the, is the initiator. New wine is getting ready to break forth upon this earth, upon this people. He's getting ready to show himself mighty and strong upon his people. New wine is coming to your house today. Who wants the new wine? Who wants the new wine? settle for less because the God I serve is not a God of less than but he is a God of more than enough Ephesians 3:20 says now unto him now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world no weapon formed against you look to you say neighbor say no weapon formed against you will prosper no weapon will form will prosper that don't mean they won't come but everything that is risen up against you will not prosper new wine is coming to your house I better read the scripture or I won't get to them John chapter 2 beginning in verse 1 John chapter 2 beginning in verse 1 and we'll go down to verse 11 it says on the third day there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee and the mother of Jesus was there now both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding and verse 3 says and when they ran out of wine the mother of Jesus said to him they have no wine and listen to what Jesus said this spoke out to me the other day and I thought Lord Jesus didn't grow up when I grew up but he said, woman, what does your concern have to do with me? Jesus said that. Now listen, Jesus said that. What does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. Verse 5, it says, his mother said to the servants, whatever he says you do, you do it. Whatever he says you do, do it. I'm going to interject something right there. Guys, it's coming a time in the church services. We need to say, Holy Spirit, do what you want to do. We get an agenda every Sunday. We get it. Sometimes we need to throw the agenda out. God's want to do something for all of us. He says, whatever he says do, do it. He says, now there were six water pots of stone according to the manner of purification of the Jews containing 20 or 30 gallons apiece. Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, draw some out for me now and take it to the master of the feast. And they took it. Verse 9, it says, And when the master of the feast had tasted the water that, has, that was made wine and did not know where it came from, but the servants knew who had drawn the water. And the master of the feast called the bridegroom, and he said this, Every man at the beginning sets out the good wine, and when the guests have been well drunk, then the inferior. You have kept the good wine until now. You have kept the good wine until now. This is the beginning this is the beginning of signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and it manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. New wine is coming to your house. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, today for your presence in this place. God, we thank you for Holy Spirit coming in and blessing your people today. God, I pray. 
as when in the book of Genesis, God, when the earth was without form and void and your spirit began to speak and there was life, God, your spirit began to speak and there was. God, when David was standing before Goliath without his own strength and without his own, own abilities, God, he says, he told Goliath, he says, I don't come at you or with sword like you do. He said, but I come in the name of the Lord. And God, you anointed him to be a destroyer of that giant right there in that moment. God, when Daniel was in the lion's den and he was, surely he was going to get eaten up by those lions but God you sent your Holy Spirit to hover into that cave and he shut the mouths of the lion. God I pray Lord as you were sitting there in, in, in Bethlehem God when Mary was sitting in her house God a virgin girl sitting in her house God and you began and the Holy Spirit began to hover over her God and impregnated her God not with the seed of man but by the seed of God God and I pray Lord as the son of man lay there in a breathless and lifeless in the tomb on the third day God and when you begin to begin your spirit began to hover over his lifeless body God the stone began to roll away the power of the almighty God began to ruin God he came forth just like he said he would God and as they were on Acts chapter 2 in the upper room God they were sitting in one mind and one accord God they were praying to the father for your spirit to come and God as you were sitting there God cloven tongues like of as a fire sat upon each of them God and they were filled with the spirit God and I pray Lord right now in this moment God on March 5th 2020 God, as we are sitting here in this place in Northview Harvest Ministries at 17760 Log Cabin Lane, God, I pray that the power of the Holy Spirit would hover over each and every person that is under the sound of my voice. We are taking new wine, God. New wine, God. New spirit. God, I pray that your spirit would roam free upon this place today and have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Look to you never say new wine. Guys, I don't have notes this morning. When you come up here, you want to have everything prepared. You want to have everything good, but I don't have any notes. I've just got my journal notes from what I've been, uh, uh, been writing down. And this is what the Lord wants to say to us today. What God is doing in the earth is now unusual. He is doing it through teenagers with no agendas, no egos, no big personalities, no big names, but genuine movements that have been touched with the new wine. And as I was sitting in the line picking up Judah from school the other day, I, the Holy Spirit, before I left the house, he said, take your notebook. I'm getting ready to speak to you. Take your notebook. So I grabbed my notebook and carried it with me. And this is what he spoke to me right there in the, in the line waiting to get Judah. He says, I am moving in a way that cannot be explained, only experienced. There is no set agenda for revival to break out. I come and I pour my glory out on whoever I want, whenever I want, on whomever I want. The revivals of old will not compare to the fresh awakening that is coming not only to America, but to the world. It will be all over the news media. What has been used as a divisive tool will be turned and used for the glory of an almighty God. No man will be able to take credit for what is happening for I will not share glory, says the Lord. Remember that there is a pressing before the oil comes. There is a pressing before the wine comes forth. The pressing that you may be feeling or going through with your circumstances. I'm just producing what I, the Lord, want to use in you on the last days 
things of this earth. Do not look at your problems or situations as a nuisance or a bothersome, but see them as a way that I am producing the new wine through you. The new wine that I am sending forth will break change. The new wine will break yokes. The new wine will cause deliverances to happen. The new wine will bring salvation. The new wine will bring restoration. The new wine will bring refreshing. Get ready. New wine is coming to your house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. New wine. New wine. Hallelujah. New wine is coming to our house. New wine is a representation of a prophetic release of the Holy Spirit upon earth and God's people. New wine calls for a renewed love intimacy with God. Holy Spirit is calling each of us to draw closer to him. The Bible says in James 4 and 8, he says, draw, he says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Look to your neighbor and say, Holy Spirit's drawing you. Some of you under the sound of my voice, have been, God has been calling you in your sleep. He has woke you up in the middle of the night and you're wondering what is happening. And it's been at the same time every night, the same time he is waking you up. That's God calling you. He is calling you higher. He is calling you closer to him. He is wanting to impart new freshness into you by his spirit. That's the new wine. Some of you under the sound of my voice have come to service after service after service and you aren't sure about God. You aren't sure that you're ready to commit. You want to have everything together before you give it all to God. The Holy Spirit is drawing you today and saying, do not wait for today is the day of salvation. Today is the day that you are refreshed, that you are revived. The dead things in your life will live again. They will live again. Some of you, it has been spoken over you that there are dead things in your life that will not live again, but I rebuke that assignment from the enemy, and I tell you that that thing that which you had before, that you may have lost your dream, you may have lost your vision on what God wanted of you, but I speak life to that vision. I speak life to that dream, and I say dream again. Dream again. Dream again. I declare just like in Ezekiel, 37, the dead bones are beginning to rattle. I can hear the dead bones rattling. I hear them rattling. I hear an army rising up. I hear the dead bones rattling. That which was dead is coming back to life. The thing that God has, has placed in your heart, it is coming forth in life. Look to your neighbor and say, I'm getting ready to get close to you. I'm just giving it to you like you gave it to me, guys. I'm giving it to you like you gave me. Those who don't know the Lord that come into our doors will not be able to sit because of the convicting power of Holy Spirit. New wine is flowing down like a river from the mountaintop and is touching hearts in a way that you cannot explain. The hardest of hearts will begin to soften because of the power of the Holy Spirit. But to my saved folk, I'm getting ready to get close to you. Those folks who have been saved or have been saved for some time, God is shaking us up as well. He's shaking the cobwebs off of you. Do not think because you have accepted Christ as your Savior that you can coast through this thing and get the overflow of those who have been seeking after God. Too many have sat back while others have put in the work and just mooched off the spirit that they have been given by God. Wow. 
My grandma's sitting right there on that front row. I can hear her prayers as a young boy. I can hear her praying, God save my children, God save my grandchildren, God do it, God do it. And I would hear her hollering at the top of her lungs. But those prayers cannot get me to glory. Those prayers cannot, they have made me who I am today, but I cannot go off the curtails of her salvation. I have to walk out my own salvation. And everybody here under the sound of my voice is gonna stand before God and they're gonna have to give an account for everything that we have done, everything we have said, everything we have thought. And God is saying, I am calling you to more. I'm calling you to more. Pat yourself on the chest. God is calling me to more. He's got more for us, church. Some of you question, is there more to life? Yes, there is more when you have God on your side. He always wants to give us more. More of his spirit. More of his power. More of his anointing. More of his provision. More of his love. More of his grace. More of everything that he wants to give to us. God is calling everybody to the next level. Look to you and they would say, it's redemption season. <laughs> your loved ones, your loved ones that you have prayed for are coming home. They're coming home. Because the Bible tells me in Proverbs that the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. We've got a few empty pews in here today. Get ready, they're gonna be filled. They're gonna be filled. I don't say that lightly, guys. I'm not about numbers, but what I am about is about hearts about souls getting to hear what we're going to experience. That new wine I'm talking about is for those who are lost. It's for us as well, but it's for those who are lost to experience the goodness of God. Your spouse that doesn't want God is coming running back to the Father. That child that seems so far gone will receive salvation. The seed of the righteous. The seed of the righteous shall be Delivered. It didn't say maybe would. It said shall be delivered. Last week I preached a message in McCall entitled It's Time. It's Time. And I want to put a little snippet in here from that. It's time to break down the walls, guys. The walls of generational curses. Pastor Tim alluded to it earlier. Me and Tracy was talking this morning. She came into the office and we were talking. And Pastor Tim Sheets said the Holy Spirit said that in a moment, Holy Spirit can undo what Satan has done for an entire lifetime. In one moment. Every lie he has spoken over you. Every curse he has tried to place on you. Everything, every, every struggle that you've ever faced in your life. And in one moment, Holy Spirit can undo it. He will erase it. He will eradicate it. Never to be brought up again. The walls of insecurity. Satan has made you feel inferior and less than. And then some of you have been beat up by shame and rejection, but God is sending his healing bomb of Gilead through the pews this morning to mend your broken heart. He is mending that place which was broken that no one knows about, that no one understands what you've been through. But God is sending his healing virtue to begin to mend those broken places and to bring it back together. The walls of religiosity and tradition are coming down. 
They're coming down. They're coming down. The walls of the same old, same old. The walls of competition, may they be torn down. May they be blown up. Torn down. The walls of a powerless church. It's time for marriages under turmoil to be restored. There may be some marriages under the sound of my voice today that you feel like giving in, throwing in the towel. Do not believe the lie of the enemy. He hates marriage. He hates it. Look at the beginning. You don't have to go far in the Bible to find that he hates marriage. Go to chapter 3 where he began to talk to Eve. Began to slowly tell her to, to take the fruit and eat it. He began to slowly interject his way. He hates marriage. But guys, I am a firm believer that whatever your marriage is going through, you're not too far gone. You are never too far gone. Your spouse is never too far gone. There is hope. There is hope for your marriage. There, I guarantee you there are people here today who may have been there before on the break of just calling it quits, but God restored everything for them. New wine brings a season of miracles. Look to your neighbor and say, he's bringing miracles. John 2 and 10, it says, usually the best wine is at the beginning of the ceremony and the chief is given last. But you saved the best for last. The miraculous had taken place and it was just the start of what Jesus was going to bring in the earth for the next three years as he began his ministry. I declare that this season we will begin to see miracles, signs, and wonders among God's people. We will see the sick healed. Blinded eyes open, deaf ears open, lame being able to walk again, cancer to disappear, hernias to dissolve, masses to begin shrinking, chronic illnesses cured, the impossible is becoming possible through God. He has saved his best for last. He has saved his last wind of his spirit, his last wind of the new wine, his last wind of the refreshing. It is coming around to all of us. New wine is being poured all over Northview. I see it as a bucket. That bucket of the oil of the new wine that God is pouring over Northview right now in this moment. Northview or new wine is being poured over your house. New wine is being poured over your family. New wine is being poured over your children, our teenagers, Merge 2040, North of 40, our senior saints. New wine is being poured over our pastors. It is being poured over our board of directors, our teachers, our ushers, our care ministers, our nursery workers. New wine is starting at the top and flowing down to the bottom. New wine is being poured out all over Scotland, Hoke, Moore, Richmond, Robinson, Marlboro, this entire region. New wine is being poured out. New wine is being poured out all over the church in America, all over the world. New wine is being poured out over our school systems. New wine is being poured out. That fresh anointing, that fresh fire, that fresh oil, that renewing of God's spirit. The revival fire is coming forth. Reformation is coming. Reformation is coming. Amos 9 and 13, it says, The days are coming, declares the Lord, when the reaper will be overtaken by the plowman and the planter by the one treading grapes. New wine will drip from the mountains and flow from all the hills. 
New wine, guys. New wine. Mandy, come on to the piano. New wine. I just gave you my notes, guys, from my journal. I see it today. Because, guys, what God is getting ready to release in these four walls, it is for everybody. Whether you've been saved five minutes or been saved for 50 years, it is for everybody. Yesterday's anointing will not help you with today's problems. You can't get off of the anointing that God gave you yesterday to fill today's problems. God is calling each of us to a refreshing. God is calling each of us to a renewal. And you may not understand. You may not understand this new wine concept. You may not understand a bit of thing I said today. But guys, God is beginning a new season for you in your life. For Northview. For everything that is associated with Northview. From the top to the bottom. New wine is coming forward. Guys, I see it as if, think of the tallest mountain that you can see. And I just see new wine flowing down from the side of it. New wine beginning to be poured out upon his people. In the crushing, in the pressing, you are making new wine. In the soil I now surrender, for you are breaking new ground. So I yield to you and to your careful hand. When I trust you, I don't need to understand. Make me your vessel. Make me an offering. Make me whatever you want me to be. I came here with nothing but all you have given me. Jesus, bring new wine out of me. Because where there is new wine, there is new power. There is new freedom. And the kingdom is here. I lay down my old flames to carry your new fire today. Would you stand all over the building? In the crushing, in the pressing, you are making. intimacy with God. God says turn back to your first love. He's calling for salvation. Anybody under the sound of my voice who do not know the Lord as their Savior, now is the time, guys. 
Now, even if you don't understand, guys, now is the time. Some of you have grown up and you've known the Lord. You have ran away from Him. He is calling you today. Make a choice to set out a new precedent for your family, for you. God is calling for us to be refreshed and renewed. And lastly, for me and for all those that, that will, for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 2, it says, whenever they were up in the upper room and they come out into the city, it says these men are drunk. They're crazy. They're, they've lost their mind. But Peter spoke up. He says, they are not drunk, as ye suppose. But this is that. This is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. That in the last days I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. All flesh. Young to the older. God is pouring out his spirit. And God is saying, if you want my new wine, I've got it for you. He says, if you want it, I've got it. If you want it, I've got it for you. And they're going to sing a little bit more. And if that's you this morning, I want you to come and just spread out upon these altars. Guys, new wine is coming for those that will. New wine is coming forth for those who want it. New wine is coming forth. New power, new anointing is coming forth. Baptism of the Holy Spirit is coming forth for those that want it. Do you want it this morning? Do you want it? Don't come because of me and I'm asking, but come because God is calling us higher. God is calling us.
back wondering what if. You're sitting back wondering, could that be me? The answer is yes. God is calling you today. Specifically, you can come down today to call you out of whatever situation you're in. There is no situation that is too bad, no circumstances that is too hard, that the God that we serve will not extend his hand and pick us right back up. You may feel like giving up today, but I implore you today, guys, do not give up. Do not give up. You have come too far to give up. You've come too far
Holy Spirit. If you receive new wine today, I want you to go out of this place and be a happy drunk and show some love to people. Amen.